Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 as we get into God's Word and a message titled, Banking in the Cloud. Verse 27, he says, Consider the lilies, how they grow, neither toil nor, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? I, I'm always amazed at the beauty that God's put in this world. I mean, you think of like just the cloud nebulas or a field of wildflowers or just the amazing creatures that are under the sea, or, or landscapes and waterfalls and tropical forests. And I've seen some beautiful things in my day. And I haven't seen nearly, hardly anything. You know, I was looking at a photography website. I don't know what it came up. It came up on my Facebook feed for some reason. That was this beautiful, like this crazy rock formation. It almost looked like somebody built it, but it was like, kind of like a, something in Utah, but it was kind of like a grayer type of rock somewhere in, in the Middle East or something like that. I'm like, wow, that is crazy. And, and then I, I clicked on the thing, and it was, a, it was a, you know, web, one of those groups, and it was like amazing photography, and it was just surreal as I was looking at picture after picture after picture of some of the most beautiful landscapes that I will never lay eyes on, sunsets and things that I will never see, and yet, there, and there are, there are fields of wildflowers in remote places where nobody lives and nobody ever sees them but God. And yet God loves beauty. And so God creates beauty. And yet, what is the crowning achievement of God's creation? It's you. Because you were created in His image. Think about that for a moment. If you are a parent or a grandparent and you have these little kids running around and you can imagine it if you're not but you can't really understand completely if you're not but if, if you have a little child that is your child and you love them how much more valuable are your children than all the beautiful scenery all the wonderful places all the things in this entire world the things we go through for those kids because we love them and you are God's prized possession even when you're acting like a bonehead. Proverbs 8 talks about wisdom and it's really talking about the wisdom of God and so it's kind of an anthropomorphism of wisdom but it, it says this in, in Proverbs 8.30 it says, Then I was beside him, God, Yahweh, as a master craftsman and I was daily his delight rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was in the sons of men. 
And, and this is God's delight. This is God's wisdom looking at, at what he has done and delighting in you. Delighting in his inhabited world and delighting in who you are. In Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 7, we don't usually quote Zephaniah too much, but it has some beautiful passages. It says in Zephaniah three seventeen, it says, The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love, and he will rejoice over you with singing. That's what God does. He, he, he thinks about you and he rejoices over you. He sings a song about you. I remember doing that with just about all of my kids. I, I'd sing songs over them as they went to sleep. You too. Yeah, you just don't remember it. <laughs> no, you didn't, Dad. Yeah, I did. You want to go? I'm right here. <laughs> oh, kids. But, but God's desire is that you would just trust him. That you just trust him completely. That you would just melt into his arms. That you say, okay, God, I believe that you really have the best intentions for me. To live a life completely dependent upon him. And so verse, verse 29 says, and, and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink or have an anxious mind for all these things the nations of the world seek after. For your father knows that you need these things, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. So Jesus repeats, don't worry about your food and drink and these, the things that, these are the things that the Gentiles, that's what he's saying with the nations, and what he's really talking about is non-believers. These are the things that those who don't know God worry about. That's what they live for. These are the things that they seek after, but instead, for you, what you should seek after as a child of God is seeking after the kingdom of God. What does it mean when, we, when we're seeking after the kingdom of God? Remember, we pray this, you know, our, our, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your name be holy, hallowed, held up as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm praying that in, into my life that God would bring his kingdom where he rules, where he is the one who everyone is looking to and everyone is subservient too. We're praying for that and to live every day as if Jesus was coming back tomorrow. What would I do with my stuff, you know? What would I do with my job? How would I live my life if I thought Jesus was going to come back tomorrow? And so he says, verse 32, do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So seek first the kingdom of God. He's going to take care of your needs. But then notice he says it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What does that mean? What it means is that there's going to be a day when all, all the evil and all the things that have caused pain and anguish in your life are going to be dealt with. You know, Jesus is going to come for us. We're going to be with him for, in heaven for seven years, whatever that means in heaven while he deals with the inhabitants of the earth and he deals with the problems on the earth. And then he is going to come back with us to establish his kingdom and establish his throne in the valley of Jehoshaphat and all the nations are going to be gathered together before him and he's going to judge those who hate him and he's going to say to those who love him, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And you 
are going to rule and reign with him. Everything that Jesus inherits, you will inherit with him. And you see that as you read through the seven letters of the seven churches and the promises that we're going to sit on thrones with him, that we're going to rule the nations with a rod of iron with him, that we're going to inherit with him because he purchased us with his blood. And it is his desire. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all good things, Romans 8 tells us. And that's what God is going to do for you. And so going back to what James said earlier when he said this life is just a vapor that's here for a moment and vanishes away. Don't live life without acknowledging God in everything that you do. Because when you do that, you're basically putting God to the side and you're wasting the little bit of time you have to say, God, I want to trust you and I want to live life before you. And do what you would call me to do in this life. And he's going to delight in giving us the kingdom. So what, should, what attitude should we have? Look at verse 33. He says, sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in, which, in, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. And isn't that the problem with what we have today? I, I, was, I was in, this is the only time it's ever happened to me, that I, well, actually it's probably happened to me more than I, I realized, but the only time I ever really felt violated or super violated was I went to Starbucks in Pocatello one time, and you know, I'm just used to living in Emmett, so I didn't lock my doors, I left my Maui Gym glasses that somebody had given me, I'd never buy a pair of glasses that expensive, but I was keeping care, taking care of them because they were expensive glasses, and this guy who owned a glass shop gave them to me, and I thought, wow, these are great. And so I set them on my seat, and I went into Starbucks. And some turkey opened my door and stole my Maui Jim sunglasses in Pocatello. I guess it's kind of sketchy over there. Who knew? I grew up there. It wasn't sketchy like that, but now it is. Anyway, you know, and, and somebody can steal all your stuff. They can steal all your earthly possessions. They can steal your identity even, you know. You have, that's the real thing. My mom got her identity stolen one time. It took her months, or probably years, to resolve the stupid thing. Somebody in Seattle had bought a house in her name and all this stuff. It was crazy. So she had to get all this work done and hire people to try to figure it out. It's just a mess. They can steal all your earthly possessions. You could lose them in a fire. You know, I talk to people, lots of people I've, I've talked to over the years who've had a fire and lost everything. Things that they valued a lot, things like pictures and things like heirlooms, and, you know, it's all gone. Boom, a big fire and, and everything's toast. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.